Take this. What about you? Don't worry about me. Kenner, just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. Thanks. I don't know what to say. How about don't get killed? Don't get killed. You too. All right, some bastard samurai. Get some Matt Pike up in here, because why not? And, of course, you can't introduce this movie without that line. Griff, I actually saw this movie 30 years ago in the theater, and that's the only thing I remembered from that movie. Just, I was I was stunned then. I'm stunned now. Like, what? Yeah. Did he just say that? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you brought this episode up, or uh, this movie up, you were like, I'm not even sure if I heard that correctly. I might have just Mandola affected it into my brain. Mandela affected Manda- it? Mando- <laughs> Mendoza. Uh, so we checked it out last week. No, you remembered it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, you just typed in Dolph Dick. Do- I typed and that, in the first thing that came off. Dolph Lundgren's dick <laughs> and Brandon Lee's big smiling face was right there. Now, would you say he acted that well? Do you think he delivered that That was that the line? only line he delivered, <laughs> believably. In this he, whole movie. he really got into that role. Like they say, the best wrestlers are the ones you know who are just extensions of themselves. <laughs> this was <laughs> this is Brandon Lee being an extension of a Dolph Lundgren. The Packer Checker. Himself. That's what he is in real life. Yeah. Just lost uh, by the way, I just want to tell everybody. I'm going to say Big Trouble in Little Tokyo throughout this fucking episode because that's, that's what I always think when I think this movie. I, I'm like, no, it's Showdown. Showdown, Little, Little Tokyo. It's there's so. Many... I'm going to say Big Showdown. I'm going to say Big Trouble. I'm just going to. It's going to be all over the map. There's so so many weird wordplays, and there's one parallel to a movie that also came out in 1990, 1991 that I mean, Samurai Cop. It just kind of mirrors. There's it. very yeah. We'll we'll talk about the similarities as we go along through yeah. the movie. Uh, before we get into the movie, Griff, I, I just want to say you've you've done it again. If you bested yourself last what? week, <laughs> last week you had the bookshelves with the books that we want. You know, it's amazing because we never we don't videotape any of this shit. This is all audio, but you go the extra mile. I need to put us in the atmosphere. Now right? you got the green screens behind us to make it look like we're in your fucking kitchen. Yeah, it's amazing. I think the attention to detail. I just, you know, I again, I really need us to be in the professional mood when we get here. We sit down, you know. Right. We don't talk usually when you get here. We just look at each other for 15 we minutes. We don't talk at all except when we're on a mic. Yeah. It's very hard sometimes to yeah. get these shows together that way. It's it's like the U2 thing, man. We just get together, we write music, but we fucking hate each other. Before we get into it, Griff, uh, Griff I was like, I was call you Chris or somebody. It's my sister. Uh, and as also the name of the hero of our movie day, Chris Kenner. Horrible fucking that was action. His name? Chris Kenner. I'm sorry, you're already shitting on me. And on then my I think Brandon taking, Lee but... was Johnny Hasbro. It, it, was... it was a very like uh, toy tie-in. <laughs> One of the toys. I, I just I hated his name, so I just went with yeah. Dolph. Yeah, that's where we're gonna go because I hate it too. Chris Kenner. It's that's like it's the MacGyver theme song of names. This I is a limp dick name. I, yeah, I thought I thought it was Tanner, and I was like, what is he no, part man. of the Step by Step family or <laughs> no. something? Or no, that was Full House. DJ Tanner. But as I was saying, uh, I, we got a message, a tweet from one of our followers who I think he's been following us for a while, but I think recently really started delving deep into the podcast, and he's really digging it, and I we appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. And he was like, I don't want to like constantly be tagging these guys, but man, this White Fire episode was on fire. And I'm like, 
Please do. Please <laughs> tell people. Like we don't want to be everyone's like secret. You yeah. know. So you know you're not you're not bothering us when you're actually promoting us because that's the least we that's a thing we don't want to do. We hate promoting our show. Yeah, we're good at it, but I just I can't stand like. I don't want to be that guy. Hey, guys, check out my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. So please do it. If you, like, and like, this is how, I mean, because we don't know. We live in a vacuum. We have no idea that anyone likes us. We assume everything's a bot. <laughs> and we, our own friends don't even tell us they like our show anymore. So, yes, please keep that going. I appreciate that. It it is really hard to be a self promoter because it's like I don't really want to do that. Like on uh, Instagram, yes, I know. I you like, don't like. I, mean, I go the thing. We can do it. We're good at it. It's just we don't want to do it. Like you're lazy as fuck. But I just I don't want like I don't want to be that guy that's constantly promoting. I think yeah. to me that's more annoying than not promoting at all. Just constantly. Yeah, like, like I like going through and commenting on other people's stuff and like starting conversations because that's what that's what I try to do is start a conversation. It just never goes anywhere. <laughs> yes. So, so it's yeah. like I think really hard instead of just posting a picture. I try to write something. Yeah, that... that's another thing. I always like a lot of people. It's just like, hey, the new podcast. Up. I actually try to give you something. I try to have a joke, something entertaining, a picture. Yeah, like and you know, I just... and, and diving deep. Like I posted the the picture of our favorite pimp from last week. Uh, and he's just got this fucking look on his face that we had about talking about Lauren Avedon. Where he's just like, what the fuck? I brought you all these beautiful women, and you're just going to scoff at them and go jerk off in your broken bed? Uh, but, yeah, you know. You know. But, see, now our, our rambling about our podcast just turned me to another topic. I saw a tweet a few days ago. A guy was talking about podcasts. And his whole rap was, I don't give a fuck about your personal life or what's going on. I want to hear what you're supposed to be talking about. Like, I just want to hear about fucking No Retreat, No Surrender, too. Don't add any of the other shit into it. Okay. And my question is, is is that what most people feel like? Are we, like, wasting people's times when we go off? Because we're the kings of tangents, where we just go off. It's true. I think Should there... we, like, lay up? On, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this question out to everybody's listening. Should we lay up on the non, non-action movie shit? It's, it's true. At least what we do is very predictable. Like, we give you the first 10 minutes, then we give you a trailer, and then it's the movie. Right. You can always skip, like, the first half yeah. if you don't want. And there's even parts, like, my long-winded Bloodsport opening about Frank Ducks. I put in the notes, like, hey, here's a 10-minute segment. Feel free to skip over if you're not into conspiracy theories. But, um, no, because— I mean, you, you listen a- to more podcasts than I do. In fact, you told me you were listening to a podcast— that less like listeners than us, and they were thinking about starting a Patreon. Everybody is just like, I'll just jump straight to Patreon, and it's like, you, I don't know if you get a following first, people. Yeah, like, we don't like, even have that yet. We're two years into it. <laughs> it's uh, it's an interesting. I'd love to atmosphere. get money off this, but I just want to see it happen. The problem with not getting any of your personality in there is that there is fifty other people who are doing no, you know, right, yeah. these movies. So it's like you you are attracted somewhat to the personalities doing it. So if you give people more of a background into you, then you could get an audience that way. Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I just I'm just you know being devil's advocate for this other guy. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, talking. I well, I'm just putting it out there. If you guys want to give your opinion, you can reach me on Twitter at G and G Theater. You can reach Griff on Instagram, Golden Globus Theater, just one word. 
and you know, let us know. Because if you're like, oh, man, I can't stand those beginnings to the fucking Golden Globes theater. I like what they do. They talk about movies, but fuck their <laughs> other the shit they think they're, they're funny at. Fuck that. Because we won't do it. It'll save us time. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be weird to just start with the movie, but yeah. Well, no. let's get to the movie. Before we get into the movie, we want to mention that. And it makes perfect sense now. I that, that opening line makes perfect sense because I learned, because I'm fucking lazy, and I had to scan over the IMDb. That's all our research. We'd go, is there any IMDb trivia? <laughs> I learned that this director of this movie was the same director of the greatest homosexual love story ever written. I'm not talking about Broke- Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I'm talking about Commando. <sighs> and now all that kind of homoeroticism of this movie makes perfect sense to me yeah i had the experience like i did as a child where i watched commando i fucking loved commando growing up that was my arnold movie growing up that's in my top five but it's not my my the arnold movie yeah that was just the one i grew up with i think that's right. the only one i really saw was well, I, commando. Think the, I think oh, i think there were tits in that one i can't where's your mom at uh i think i think it's someone, a flash i, I remember it. i think it's, someone hit fast forward on that yeah oh, uh God. yeah i think when there was well, they're in fighting the, in the hotel in the hotel they rooms. They quickly apparently they're in a suite where there's like a or a door to another room. I don't know what that was yeah. about, but yeah. yeah. Um, but I got to see the movie. Uh, this movie showdown, big trouble, little showdown, <laughs> Tokyo, and uh, I got to see without the context of this is the commando guy, and I was like, this is a little, a little gay, like a little, like Brandon Lee projects. Hard fucking core in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right. So we were like thinking to ourselves, do you think they're hazing Brandon Lee? Like, because he was like, where the fuck do you get off? Like, because this was, I don't think, I don't think this was his first movie. Because I think he did some in Hong Kong. But this probably, this is probably his first American movie. And they're probably like, oh, because you're Bruce Lee's son. You think you can just walk right into a movie career? Well, think again, mister. We're going to do all this stuff to your character. Yeah. Because it was, like, really weird. Especially for the time. I mean, now nobody – there's gay characters in everything. But this is 91. Right? I mean, were they trying to say, like, we want, we want you to really – Show us your acting chops. So here's your character, your kind of <laughs> closet gay. I, there's no other. He's constantly talking about Dolph's dick throughout the fucking movie. Yet there's no like inclination like that he's gay. Like I don't know. Maybe he's playing a really subtle. I, I I don't know. And when again, the massive projection here. Like he sees a pair of tits and he's just like, hey, I think I can really learn how to like raw fish. It's These very like yeah. Days. When he talks about women, it's very forty-year-old virgin kind of talk. Yeah, sandbags. Like, and, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tits that look like sandbags. <laughs> there is a lot of tits in this movie. Yeah, but then not not many of them are good. They're, they're, they're those are really hard. Like, <laughs> like looks like a fucking coconut, half of a coconut. Are you glad I got an HD version for us so you could really tell how? Yeah, I was what? bummed out that Tia Carrera was like had a body double. I was hoping, I was hoping to see the real deal, but yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I also want to point out that, uh, you know, look, my grandfather was from Sweden, so I always want to root for a Swede. Dolph Lundgren is a Swede. Yeah. He sucks. I'm sorry. He just, he just has no <laughs> charisma at all. Like, he is very drone. He's just a very, drone. He's very Scandinavian. He's very just stoic, and like he's, there's no charisma at all. Yeah. Uh, his character he played very in, flat. in uh, Rocky. Very flat. That works. works Rocky, well, it works well. Works when you're a villain. Exactly. And you're not supposed to really be saying a whole lot. You're supposed to be fucking huge and menacing. When you're supposed to be the charismatic hero of a fucking uh, martial arts movie, 
No, it doesn't really Maybe work. Maybe that's why there's so many of those dicks like things. Like, like they knew he was like kind of lagging. So like, let's build this character up. This guy. So we'll have a guy who's constantly talking about how awesome this guy is, and maybe the audience will believe it eventually. I mean, we definitely have done plenty of movies where the the star is a zero and his co. I think for the past four or five movies we've done has been zero heroes. Yeah. Oh my god, so many zero heroes. <laughs> that's what we should call this uh, th- actually, four episode zero hero. Month. We should open with that. That's actually a Black Sabbath song called Zero the Hero. Zero hero. Oh shit, we might have to switch it. <laughs> uh, we, can, we can always do it next. Week. Reveal behind the curtain again yeah. <laughs> everything's done in post so all right let's let's get into this movie so i'm gonna try to get this title right when i throw to the trailer i believe honky showdown in little tokyo i'll go with that for over 400 years they've developed their own mysterious traditions for over 400 years they've had a strict code of honor and unparalleled standards of respect. For over 400 years, they have terrorized the streets of Japan. Now, they want to control the city of Los Angeles. Determined to leave their mark in blood. Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee are ready for a showdown in Little Tokyo. They're two L.A. cops who are hungry for a little takeout. Dolph Lundgren. Brandon Lee. Showdown in Little Tokyo. All right, great trailer, 1991 trailer, so I'm sure it was full of something. I don't know what 1991 trailer is. There's a lot of baggy suits, I'm guessing. <laughs> a lot of Nang Chan ponytails. Yeah. They had a. They probably had to miss a lot of they, scenes they, they, I, of I, I missed it. I mean, our main Yoshida, our main villain, he had a baby Nang. But yeah, there weren't yeah. a lot of fucking, I was surprised, there weren't a lot of mullets and a lot of... Uh, no, you're right, it was pretty tame even, hair. A uh, spoiler alert: Al Young's in this movie. Did it look like he had a haircut, or is he? Did he have a ponytail? Uh, it was hard to tell because it looked short. I I don't remember ever getting a profile. I can't or imagine he cut that beautiful mane. It because had to have been a ponytail. I was trying. Maybe they CGI'd it. I was going frame by frame to try to get a good picture because whenever Al's in something, me, it's our, like Where's our, Waldo. Oh, it's like Where's Waldo for sure, and it's so exciting for us because we're huge Al Young fans. Uh but I was getting these frame-by-frame shots. I could not get a good one because the lighting was all fucked up. Thanks, Commando guy. I guess Al Young's not gay <laughs> enough for you. Um, so I noticed in the one, I was like, it looks like he had a haircut. Like, yeah. it, it just it's so weird because the, the sides were short. That's what it was. He's usually got that flowing. <laughs> right. And it, it was probably a really tightening chin. It might have been just really I tight. can't imagine he would cut that beautiful hair that ever. Beautiful even, I mean, even when he's like totally bald on top, he still keeps it. Doesn't so he always... usually have a more uh, flowing mustache yes, too? Yes, yes, Because this he had so he, the, was, he was being professional. Like... He had the cake donut look kind of going on. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. That's probably why they put him in the background. Yeah. they. Yeah, maybe that's why they... Okay. They were okay. like... He was going to be the main hand. She's like, Al, what did you do? <laughs> Your mustache. <laughs> Put him in the back. 
put him in the back. Oh, God. So we start out, Griff, getting back to the homoeroticism. It's just a close-up of a man's naked body hmm. with, like, covered in Japanese tattoos. Yeah. Severely lacking in pack jelly. I was just, man, I was just thinking how those dragon tattoos would so pop. Dude. With a peck jelly glaze. They would look so good. No, he's very dry. Yeah. Like and then we see, and then, and then it's weird. Like, he's holding a tiny little gun. Yeah. And then he's holding a samurai sword. There's a lot oh, of that's, symbolism. Okay. That's right. The, over the uh, the credits. And yeah, we actually see this. the title. What is it again? Honky show, Town. Show, and honky, honky goes to little show to, showdown Tokyo. That's, like, plastered across his body. That's right. Very artistic. Yeah. I didn't skip over that. I skipped over that. Oh, okay. Well, you just <laughs> said, which did you do? Huh? Which did you do? You just told me you didn't, and then you told me you did. I I don't know. Okay. I'm confused. <laughs> so, we're right in, the, right in the thick of things. My dream fucking life. Underground fights. It's all Asian people fighting, watching, having a good time. They're, I'm assuming lots. they're in Little Tokyo. I mean, lots of money getting thrown around. You got dropped out of bills, y'all. They're just fucking ranking it rain. The suits happening in here. They, they've passed on from the, the the black and the classic look. Like everyone's got these crazy fucking colorful suits. They're dolomite designs. What? What? Oh, the yakuza. The yakuza. They have amazing suits. Like yeah. just colors everywhere. Jesus Christ! What was happening dolomite with their suits? Dolomite designs. That's what was happening. That's good. I'm sorry. You're right. You didn't see that in the closing credits? Actually, did you see it? They put it right across the guy's ass in the beginning. said, costumes by Dolomite Designs. Yeah, skipped over it. So So we're just watching some guys. Muay Thai, or as Griff would say, Mai Thai. Mai Thai? This is where actually you can say Muay Thai, because that's what they're doing. They're fighting, and then our man Dolph, he's like in the rafters, like Batman, watching everything. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you guys, oh. like sloth from uh, Goonies. And he's like swings down on a rope. There's a rope up there for some reason. Why? What is it a gym? Like for gym class for <laughs> kindergartners or something? I don't know. Uh, but, and Dolph's looking like a real fucking asshole here. He's got corduroy dockers like pulled up way like right up to the nips. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. That was in the 90s. Baggy pants pulled up to the I can't the remember nips. if he was wearing the uh, the wife beater at this I time. I think he was wearing basically the Frank Dukes look. Yeah. The Frank Dukes collection. But instead of like a... Because he had a leather jacket too, didn't he? That, that is the Frank Dukes collection. Oh my God. That was the Frank Ducks right yeah. at the beginning. Okay. Did he, so, was, he, was he wearing dress shoes as well? Oh, you know what? That's what I didn't notice. I did not notice that because he wasn't tippy-tapping people, so it was no. a little harder to pick up. We should have noticed it when he swung in the rope, but I missed it. And we see we, we're introduced to Sato, right? Sato. The main hench. Who you said, what was he from? Uh, Ninja Turtles. He's Shredder's main henchman. So you, if you you're of the, you're grew up in the 90s, you probably know that, that reference. Oh, yeah. So he's bald and a mustache <laughs> and baggy suit. And, ba- ba- and apparently, <laughs> I'm assuming I have no idea what Dolph's doing. Is he breaking up the Fight Club? Is he trying to get these Yakuza guys? The main guy who was doing the betting, he was going after that guy because okay. he crashes in. He kicks the kickboxers blindly, so he could have broken the guy's neck. Fucking a, Dolph! That's You're supposed they, to be a cop. Yeah, that's what they get. The oh, old's barred, baby. That's a good point. But yeah, he was trying to get the the bookie for for the match. And after he storms in, he goes, Yeah, there. I'm going to get you. And the guy immediately goes, 5000 on the round die. And then everyone starts throwing money. And, and then- Dolph, you probably love this line because Dolph delivers a line. He delivers a line. 
hey, that's a good bet. And he starts pummeling some dude, doesn't he? Yes, he starts beating up both the guys. What the fuck? And everyone's having a good time, but but Sato. So he yeah. just says, "I gotta bust out my Uzi." It reminded me a little bit of I Angel. Lo- <laughs> I loved this. This is also another callback to Command. There's a lot of Uzi usage in this movie, which I Uzi. love because we haven't had a lot of Uzis lately. Yeah. And so they just start this fucking willy nilly, just shooting into the crowd. Ugh. Dolph's like dodging every bullet. And then they just get away. They jump in their convertible and take off. Yeah, they they grab the target that uh, Dolph was going for, the bookie, and they throw him in the car. Apparently, he's with the gang, and they they drive yeah, we off. Were, yeah, this is the motivations, except the exception of the main motivation. The motivation of this gang is all over the place. I don't know what they're doing. I I have no idea. Next day, Dolph he's at his usual old ramen place shop. And, of course, you can tell he's a regular there. He's speaking – well, I actually, I think they speak in English right off the bat. But he does speak in uh, – they, 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 he goes back and forth. He go, they do go back and forth when they're just trying to wink for the camera. You right. Know? They'll let you know how, like, don't worry. He's not some guy, Jen. He knows yeah. what he's talking he, about. I mean, you he, know he knows what he's doing because he's eating with chopsticks, Griff. He's eating with chopsticks. He's a regular – because the uh, the owner's wife, Mama is, San, Mama San, is talking to him like he's part of the family. Well, she's part of the family. She's like fucking checking out his inseam. Jesus like, Christ! They, that's the thing. They're talking dirty in Japanese. That's what it was. That's she's what like, it was. <laughs> they wanted to keep this movie rated R, so they were like, "Okay, we'll do the dirty talk in Japanese." So and she's like, "I don't think you're ready for this jelly." And then she's like, "I have your monkey brains coming out pretty soon." They're Monkey brains up, ding! <laughs> and we, as we learned from last week, that's what, they, that's what Asian people eat, apparently. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, that's what Lauren Evanon told me. I, it's, I'm, yep. So he's just having his ramen, having a good old time, and then fucking Sato and the gang show up, oh, and they're like, "We we finally get the full shot of Sato as well." He doesn't. I don't think he ever wears his arms through his uh, jacket sleeves. I think he's always got it on like a Don Boss, or he just has it hovering over his shoulders. I don't know, but there's a shitload of baggy jackets, too. So he's got puffy-ass pants on, (laughs) tucked up, right up to the nips. But then here's the worst part. You can't hide those fucking Reeboks, man. He's wearing grimy. They're grimy too. They're not even fresh and white. They're grimy white Reeboks. I don't know if this was not supposed. Is that to be like, like a the... thing? Does he have like a like he's got an OCD? Like I have to wear these grimy Reeboks. Maybe maybe it was like the floor's a little slippery in here. If you guys want me to do roundhouses, I'm you gonna came, wear my Reeboks. You came back from a fucking game of one on one at the Y. <laughs> and the like, guys, I didn't have time to change. Fuck. <laughs> oh. I forgot about our protection thing we're doing because that's, that's why they're there. They're yeah. like, hey, we won't want anything bad to happen to your restaurant. So yeah. how about you pay us some money? I don't have enough money. You know, Dolph she, hears this. She's already been paying like 4%. Right. You know, so she's like, I can't pay you 10%. Dolph's like, uh, excuse me. I'm a white man. Can I interrupt this conversation? We've already got a guy brandishing a knife, swinging around a tiny little switchblade. Butter, no, it was a butterfly. Excuse me, excuse me, it, butterfly man. knife. I, yeah, I can you use my have, knife. You had to have a butterfly knife in the 90s. Oh, my God. Late 80s, early 90s, all about the butterfly. I wonder if Dolph knows how to swirl that thing around, you know, like the cool people do. Of course he does. And Dolph, like, goes, how dare you twirl a butterfly knife in front of me? So he just immediately starts cleaning house. Dude, I thought he was going to throw that hot tea because this, he brought it over. Oh, that's right. Cause this is I thought they were going to do. And this would have been more like non-stereotypical. He was going to lightly beat them up because he didn't want to trash the I restaurant. Know. That's where I thought they were going And he to. starts out like that. Exactly. He, he very calmly beats the first 
five asses. There's maybe seven people in here. But then after you see, like, Mama-san, and she's, like, into it, and she's, like, he's being very considerate and not destroying my restaurant. Right. Then I don't know what happens. He just fucking loses it, grabs one guy, and just throws him like he's a fucking basketball, and he's doing a chess pass into a fucking wall that's just, like, I don't even remember what's up. Decorative uh, like tea a, sets yeah, they and had stuff. Yeah, a mirror and all that. Yeah, and a yeah. shelf and all that shit. That Budweiser fucking logo thing. So all that shit's knocked down, broken, takes another guy, suplexes him over. Like, they always have that nice diner counter. Right. Suplexes him over there, breaks it in half. It's like, oh, fuck. While that's going next? on, we meet Brandon Lee. His character's Johnny Muramoto. I don't forget. We never hear his name ever in this movie. Yeah, Johnny the- Miyazaki. So he's walking down the street. He happens to be walking down the street. And, well, he's supposed to be working Little Tokyo now, too. Like, right. that was his recent assignment. He's part of the Asian task force. And it's a beautiful day, and he's just thinking about how great it is. And I, I think I want to get some lunch. Where should I go? Next thing you know, a fucking human being gets thrown <laughs> through a window. And then he's like, oh, shit, I better check out. I'm a cop. Right. Something's up. I better go look at it. So we get that classic. If you've ever read a Marvel comic book, you get this classic. Whenever the heroes meet at first, they have to be a misunderstanding yep. and they have to fight. Oh, yeah. So that's exactly what happens. So while that's happening, Sato and the boys take off. Oh, yeah. And Dolph and Johnny are going at it. They're holding their own, but come on, Dolph. He's, he studied with the Masters. Oh, the Masters. Oh, my God. The much back, like much the, like Joe Marshall, yeah. he speaks fluent Japanese, and he studied with the Masters in Japan. The background we get on Dolph is just ridiculous. And they, confusing. Uh, it's awful. And so he, he kind of handles Johnny a little bit, but there's a little back and forth. There is a but little. But then they both pull out, freeze, I'm a cop! And they pull out their badges, and we get a little, like, levity, a little releasing of the tension. Yeah, and then Sato sprays some bullets into the <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Uh and she's like, fuck, I could have just gave them an extra $100, and none of this would have happened. Yeah, her repair bill had— uh, And now they're probably going to kill my whole family. Thanks, they, Dolph. Okay. There might have been insurance, but you bring in the greater point of, yeah, now now they're screwed over because the Yakuza are going to come for them. And I mean, it, why wouldn't they? It's their problem. <laughs> it's their problem. Bootstraps. So, fortunately, one of the perps gets caught. They knock him out. They take him in. They got him in the interrogation room. They're grilling him. He's saying nothing. Dolph immediately says, let me see what your pecs look like. So he rips his shirt off. Yeah. And we see he's got the fucking Yakuza fucking tattoos. Remember, guys, this is 91. Tattoos are still kind of rare. So we saw a guy with a total chest piece. We get Johnny, and he's studying the tattoos with his fingertips and really focusing on the nipples. he's just rubbing. And eyes are glazing over. And then Dolph's like, wait, right there. You see that claw, that silver claw? Iron Claw. The iron Claw. That's the Iron Claw girl. I know these guys. And, and then, immediately has a fucking flashback. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to go to a Frank Ducks as a child flashback. <laughs> I was worried for a minute there, but I did not know. I was going to take it. <laughs> no, we actually get a child who fortunately doesn't speak at all, so we don't get a bad dubbing. We see a little blonde child. Yeah. And he's, his parents are in bed, and there's a man standing over his oh. parents with a samurai sword. Yeah. And he, and he looks, his parents are dead. They're just chopped up and bloody. And he turns around, and we see he's got that iron claw tattoo on his yep. chest. And then he comes back out of it. And he's like, he's like, oh, fuck, I got to, uh, oh, well, man, PTSD, I got to take a break. Well, he fucking chokes the guy for a minute, and Johnny's like, 
Oh, I, for a minute there, I was like, did I make up his name? Okay. Johnny is like, whoa, 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 hey man, let's go, let's take a, let's take a break. What, what happened there? Like your eyes rolled back, you were looking a little faint. I had a, I had a grasp yeah, your J- Johnny, body for a minute. Johnny's the voice of reason. He's like, he's a by the book kind of guy. Yeah. And Dolph is all about breaking rules. <laughs> and so he's like, I had to, oh, fuck, I just had a flashback. So they're outside of the little interrogation room. They're just kind of talking a little bit. He's explaining, look, that iron claw, iron claw, iron claw, iron claw. That's Yakuza. The Yakuza are moving in. And of course, Johnny's an idiot because he's like, wait, what is the Yakuza? We get whole through the whole movie. The white guy explains to the Asian guy about his own culture. Yeah, it's and he makes it perfectly clear johnny he's like i have no interest in my culture yeah. fuck asian people yeah basically what he says he's constantly trashing it the yeah. whole time so while that's going on we see i was so excited we see the guy in the interrogation he starts going through the fucking powers of the ninja with his hands i'm like holy shit he's gonna turn invisible griff he oh tells yeah it's gonna happen and for the first time johnny says something that the audience is saying oh shit what's he doing in there and like stop him because he knows, because Dolph knows exactly what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, Dolph tells him. He's doing su- su- du- Seppuku. Seppuku. Su- Sudoku. <laughs> and so he just, he, I've never seen this kind of Seppuku. Usually you stab yourself. But he, he well, didn't he have did, a knife. He didn't have a knife, yeah. Went in Rome. He did what the Romans do. He grabs his head and snaps his own neck. Yeah. And he dies. So, of course, they're going to have to talk to the fucking chief about this. Well, the captain, yeah, he walks in. He's like, oh, nice body there. The most, This is the most chill captain we've ever had on this show. We're so used to captains grilling. We're used to gun, badge, one more. <laughs> I've got two weeks. This is, the, this is the first and last time we ever see the captain. Yes. That's what we love about this movie. It was a nice, quick 78 minutes. We've been fucking barreling through these fucking movies the past couple weeks. Oh, my God. Three weeks in a row, two <laughs> hours plus. Yeah. This movie is a crisp <laughs> 78 minutes. And who cares if it, like plot points are like missing? At least 78 minutes. That's all I cared about. And so he's just like, oh, yeah, well, why don't you guys go out and find a lead? I don't know. Uh, dead guy. That's all right. We'll have somebody clean <laughs> we'll it up. We'll just say he killed uh, him. He, well, he did kill himself. He can't even say we killed him if he did kill himself. Yeah. So, hey, it was, it was justified homicide. <laughs> so uh, Sato, we see Sato, and uh, this is where we see Yoshida too, the main villain. Yes, they're at a junkyard. That's like their main Th- hangout. That's their hangout. This is this is kind of new for us. I I don't know how close to the wharfs it was. It was not. I don't think it was anywhere near the wharf. Yeah, uh, it was shocking. so this is the first, and it's a. Uh, you know what? We kind of got that in uh, Har- Cotton Comes to Harlem. Yeah, yeah, but that was still kind of close to the wharfs. Uh, so, anyways, we're getting we're get, we're seeing our villains. You know who was who was in the car? It was that bookie. I don't even know. Oh, I, from, I totally from the first scene. Okay. Yeah. So okay, so they're like they're pissed off. He like lost him a bunch of money. It's, it's really his fault. Dolph busted up the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And he's like, look, look, I'll I, I'll fix this. Like, it's too late, buddy. Yeah. So they leave him in the car, and then a forklift like puts the car into a car crusher. And they just crush the motherfucker. It's pretty great. Pretty and, cool. I mean, after you see someone just get murdered by a car crusher, it's pretty intense. They're like, we need, we need, let's go far- fucking party. Let's go smoke some meth. <laughs> let's go. So we let's cut to this party. Rocks. First thing we see is some blonde chick. I thought she was smoking crack, but no, she's smoking meth. Yeah. Straight out in the open, this huge fucking pipe sucking that glass dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's just loving every minute of it. This is already our third titty scene. 
Well, no, we haven't seen the tits yet because we see we also see our female lead, Tia, played by Tia Carrera. Her name is uh, Manuki Manako. Oh, Manako Manako Golan, and she's a. This is prime. This is Tia Carrera's hottest. Yeah, this is prime Tia Carrera got the big eighties hair, and she's like, "Hey, you need and to lay up on that math." Yeah. And she's like, who are you, my mother? Get the fuck out of I here. I saw some shit recently, and I'm going to take the edge off. <laughs> she's like, well, you're going to get yourself in some deep shit, and deep and shit's waiting for just, her. Just she says that Sato shows up. He's like, Mr. Yoshida would like to see you. Oh, Jesus. So they take him to this room. Yoshida, M- he, he likes to record everything he does. So yeah. he's got cameras everywhere, got monitors and we're like, what's going on with this? Shit? I like the product placement they have on the camera. They don't show you what the product is. It just says "Made in Japan" <laughs> in very bold letters. Uh, but apparently, he has, like you said, cameras everywhere. He has cameras in the women's bathroom. I don't know what women's bathroom. <laughs> All women bathrooms, apparently. Maybe he's buying them like this kink, man. Watching yeah. them go to the bathroom. Maybe he uh, gives all these women. Uh, like apartments or something, and he's got them all camered up. Well, I don't know because it looked like a public bathroom. <laughs> oh, <they had> a <laughs> stall. Do you have a stall in your fucking bathroom? That's, that's a good point. You know what? Maybe it was at like the brewery or something. Well, she, we learn. I think this is what happened. She works for somebody named Tanaka, and I don't know if it's Tiger Tanaka, the man who trained Frank Dukes. Maybe, but Tanaka. And there's some beef they have. They never, re- they never explain why they're doing what they're doing throughout this whole movie. Yeah. We never learn why he kills. Dolph's parents. No. Never learned that. We don't need to learn it, apparently. <laughs> yes. So, yes, something she – apparently, I'm guessing she was working for a rival, and they didn't like that. Because, also, I wonder if there were subtitles. Because there's a lot of Japanese dialogue in there this movie. There is a lot. And much like our last movie, there was a lot of uh, Vietnamese dialogue that we didn't – had no subtitles for. I don't get it, because so, usually when you have, like, the intermittent, you know, jumping into a new language – that's baked into the movie, so right. I don't get why it's being left out. Maybe they, well, maybe it was, but whatever version we had just didn't have it. I don't that, know. That's what doesn't make sense. It's baked yeah. into the movie. Yeah. It's not something that just gets removed. Right. It's, I don't. I don't know. Maybe no we sense. have the Japanese version. I don't know. <laughs> but so she's like, "Girl, why don't you smoke some of this meth? Why don't you take? You look. You look tense." Yeah. They're, they're, instead of M and M's, they have the giant candy dish. But it's I full... can always see a Renegade just put his hand in that yeah. bowl of meth. But it's fucking full of meth. And so she's propped up over a desk, and a guy's handing her the pipe and lighting it for her, and she takes a nice hit. And then Yoshida, for whatever reason, he's never wearing a shirt outside of business hours. So he's got the Dockers on. Got to show off those tats. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Proud of his ink. Dockers pulled up real high (laughs) because Murray pointed this out. Clearly, they didn't want to pay the artist to do more real estate. The the ink budget was kind of low. So he's like, I can't go anywhere below the belly button. Yeah. Pull them, hike them pants up. I can't (laughs) go nowhere below the nips. So, you know, Yoshida, he has a brief conversation with Angela, and she's just like, hey, I know you're mad at me. They have this footage of her giving away secret information or whatever, basically working two sides here. So she's like, look, I can settle this. I'll suck your dick. And he's like, oh, you're not sucking my dick. And turns her around and, uh, yeah, gets to, like that little. Well, we, we, we think he's going to he's gonna fuck her. She's like, I'll fuck you in front of all these guys. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just give me some of that sweet math. Yeah. And we're thinking he's getting ready to just fucking, they're going to gangbang this chick or something. And he's like, he's playing around. He fucking takes your clothes off. You get those fucking rock hard fake tits going. Yep. And you get a cutaway, and then you hear, 
and he cuts the the bottom off. <laughs> right. And then yeah, he's grinding he, up on it. And then him. he puts his hand out. Sato hands him the fucking ritualistic blade. Yep. And then he's just about for the money shot. <laughs> chops her head right off. Oh, and again, all caught on camera. Never comes well, back yeah. out. Yes, we they, they specifically keep going flashing back to that camera like like uh, focusing, out yeah. of focus, zoom in, zoom out. I, I'm wrong. They definitely do call back to that later on. Yeah. They do show the footage too. Uh, yes, yeah. But he, yeah. But that's like, like I said, it goes back to his kink. But yes. we'll get into that. So the next day, Dolph and Johnny, they're at the scene where the body was found. The 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 uh, Emmy, she's like, look, this bitch was fucking messed up like a motherfucker. It's it's just taking over, man. Yeah, hillbilly heroin. Yeah. You think they got it bad in 2020, 1991. <laughs> people were all about them. I don't even remember people. I remember people being in heroin in the fucking 90s. That yeah. was like, I don't I don't remember meth being on the radar, but what do I know? <laughs> what do I, I know? only smoke crack. <laughs> so she's just letting them. There's, there's a nice public service announcement. This 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 crack is whack, but meth is something that minds with meth. Yeah. And meth is death. There you go. I like that. <laughs> So we're they're, they get in their car. We get a little background on Johnny. He's like, because like Dolph's like, don't you know anything about your culture? Yeah, he he's like, I mean, uh, did you practice your kates every day or something? I forget what it was, but he's trying to and open. He, yeah, it. and then he's like, ugh, don't get me started on that shit. Look, buddy, first of all. I'm half white. Yeah, my dad's, my dad's white, but some reason I have a Japanese last name. <laughs> I guess we're we're we're, very, we're a hippie family where we have the. I took my mom's name. I but, like to really emphasize his whiteness. He's like, my dad was a dentist. Yes, <laughs> dentist. He's hammering you the hunky shit, and he's like, I ain't interested in any of that fucking Asian shit. I don't eat dogs. I don't fucking. Do <laughs> he's like, only reason I did fucking martial arts is my mom demanded I do something Asian. Well, she wanted to get me into that that flower bullshit. He, and Dolph's like, you mean, I forget what it was called. Yeah. So, and he's like, oh, did you do that flower bullshit? And, he's, and then he whips yes. out the whole, well, you know, samurais wrote poetry. And, uh, yeah, and he's like, I also did haiku. He's just fucking like, and he's like, Yo, he's like oh, yeah, that chap stuff that don't fucking rhyme. <laughs> and he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> yes. Ugh. So we just learned Johnny's totally ashamed of his Asian side. He's pent up gay man, and he loves going to the mall. So uh, what what we're going to because we do not know what we're doing here. <laughs> yes. We have no motivation whatsoever, other than ice is on the streets now. You know about it, and, and voila, that's he, it. He knows a place they need to go to. That's that's it. We don't even know. <laughs> he knows. So we're as it's clueless. It's the Red Dragon Brewery. It got just it just opened up. It's the hottest uh, club in town. It wasn't the. This wasn't the brewery. This, no, but it is, this was the club. Yeah, this is the club, but it's the Red Dragon Club too. Yes, it's the Red they're, Dragon they're, Club. They're branding it really hard. With the yeah, Red Dragon. and so they. Of course, I would love. First of all, I would love to be at this club. But it was a very cool club. Yes. I mean, they have a very exclusive door. <laughs> yes. It's like in an alley, you know, it's in that filthy alley with the Kumite. Kumite yeah, same alley, same babies crying. <laughs> this guy, okay, USA, okay, USA. <laughs> so <laughs> we go to the back door. There's a secret knock, but there's also a secret human there. So they just punch him and knock the door with his face. Yeah, and then Johnny, he's like, shows his credentials. He takes out a couple goons. Yeah, Dolph's like, 
hey, uh, there's going to be some shit in here. Are you ready? So Johnny, like, bends over, shows that he's ready. He's got his karate pants on. Those baggy-ass pants. Yeah, on. and he's like... And he also, it was like a fucking eggplant color, too. It was, he did, yeah. Yeah, it was very 90s. Yeah, very, very 90s. So, yeah, they go they go in, and they immediately get attacked by a couple people. But Johnny Johnny takes them out. No, no problem. Dolph, of course, notices. Oh, how long did you say you've been studying? Since I was four. Well, you should have started when you were two, because your form is sloppy as fuck. Like, god damn, that's sloppy. Well, you can tell the ice is starting to melt. Like, these guys are starting to bond. Oh, yeah. And so they go into the club. Oh my god, this is, this is my idea of a club. We got <laughs> naked women getting sushi eaten off of them. We got s- naked sumo going on. <laughs> women, it's all women, yes. all naked, everywhere. And then we hear the call of a nightingale. Can we hear a little bit of this voice, Griff? Where's Madam Pearl? She's so good. Just know exactly what they think. If you want a body and to think of sex, come on a little show. Oh, I love it. I it's love gotta it. be Monaco. Gotta be. And it is. The beautiful <laughs> Tia Carrera with that fucking voice. So they're gonna go over and interview her, but. Johnny is just like staring down at these women being used as sushi tables, and he had a line a minute ago about how he doesn't like raw fish. Yeah, and he doesn't like. You mentioned like eating the animals and yeah, he's he very, hates. Ugh. He hates everything about his Asian side. But he sees that women again. He's really projecting here. He's just like, yeah. boy, I'd really like to fuck some of that lady right there. That I'd like beautiful to have one. intercourse with that woman's vagina. And th- that you know lady's I mean, butt though? is really making my dick hard. Off. Fair is not c- convincing nobody. He's like elbowing everybody. Huh? Huh? Like, hey, huh? what do you think about that piece of meat? Is he talking about the fish or the lady? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so yeah, Dolph just like rolls his eyes. Goes, I, I, I gotta talk to her for some reason. Don't, don't mention. An- well, he wants to talk to her about Angelo. How does he know that he? We don't know. We don't need to know. <laughs> Details are for fools. So, yeah, they go, hey, what's up with Angela? I don't know. The bitch is dead. I just found her fucking head in a dumpster. What happened to don't mention Angela right away? Right away he mentions Angela. <laughs> fucking Christ. And so the, uh, Sato and the gang can see she's distressed. So they go, let's let's see what these round eyes want. This is a half round eye. <laughs> and they so they intervene. And then, well, fuck, man, somebody steps to our boys. They got to fucking come correct them. Of course. And so a fight breaks out. Yep. And they're just busting tables again, throwing fish everywhere. They're having all kinds of fawns. It, it looks like a Guys fight. like a Benny Hanna guys flinging food in their mouth while they're fighting. It's fucking great. <laughs> guys <laughs> like yeah. Vodka, and he squirts some shit in Dolph's mouth. He oh, takes man. it. They're even doing, like, wrestling tricks from nowadays where a guy is just like, Johnny, get on all four. And then he springboards off him into a guy, and everyone's there to catch there, him. There's hurricane ranas all over oh, the place. There's even Al Leong steps in with the pool cue. This is why I love Al Leong, because he – this is the shot I was trying to get for you. He breaks a pool cue over Johnny's back, and I was so happy to see it. Like, I got one where his face was all distorted from getting hit, and Al Leong's like <laughs> – 
Got this big, huge smile, but it's so distorted. It's awful. Uh, you fuckers. It's, it's so close to being perfect. So these guys are getting handed, the, you know, so they had to break it up. So Sato whipped out a gun. He's like, I can't take any more of this ass whipping. Yeah. And then our man Yoshida shows up. And then well, they take, s- they take him into the back, into, into the, the office. Back. Is that the same office that has all those monitors? No, this is a different one. This, that was his pool party place. Oh, this yeah. is this is you know the brewery place, Red Dragon Club. So he, as soon as he, Yoshida turns around, Yoshida, we notice he's got the scar on his cheek. Oh yeah, real nasty one. And that totally fucking flashback again. Dolph fucking Frank ducks in the fuck out of there. And he just sees that before we just saw a, a person, a man standing over his parents, and then we see the person turn around, and it's fucking Yoshida. And a baby fucking Dolph has a, he, he, he has enough going on that he grabs a samurai sword and slashes Yoshida's face. <laughs> and once again, we have no fuck. They never tell us once why Yoshida killed these people, why he didn't kill this kid after he slashed his face. We don't know how how he got away. Any any of these details? <laughs> they're just details. Don't worry about it. I love when they're even doing the shots. I don't even remember there be, them being in a house or anything. I think it was just like a black backdrop so you're like are they lost in time and space where are they and then they had like star trek lighting on them just overhead so it's like where did they fight in dreamland or something where did this fight occur <laughs> i don't know so it, it's bizarre as all hell and so there's some tension because yoshida room is like you're the guy who cut my beautiful face he somehow he recognizes this guy who's a grown man yeah when he's a child. <laughs> it's know. insanity and so they're surrounded by 40 Yakuza. And what does Dolph do? Again, they're being held at gunpoint. Dolph just finds a guy, takes his gun, and holds it up to Yoshida's face. Right. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Why didn't we do anything about this? <laughs> like, why did we allow this to happen? And then Johnny's like, whoa, 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 guys. Yeah. Dolph had told Johnny, just play it cool, be respectful, and we'll walk out of here alive. And Dolph's the one freaking out, stealing guns, holding it to well, your Well, come on. Face. If you met the fucking person who killed your family. I yeah, mean, come on. Well, Angel taught – or not Angel, but Jacques taught us that so many weeks ago. <laughs> you join the game or you avenge your death or you right. do need – What kind of a pussy doesn't avenge his parents' death? Kind of pussy. So Dolph's no pussy. Right. Although it did take – He actually like, did put a chokehold on Johnny and then say, See, I could kill him if I wanted to. Dolph is fucking insane, man. But Johnny, he's got that silver tongue, and he's like, this is a big misunderstanding. That's all it is. If you look in our pants, really look in our pants, really look in our pants. Just drop both both of our pants. Right now, you'll find a badge and some huge dog on this guy over here. But, we got, guys, you don't want the police on you, so you should, you should let us leave. And somehow, that horrible excuse works. That works. And so they're allowed to leave, and they're driving away, and then fucking Johnny's had it. Yeah. He's like, let me in! What's going on inside that big, beautiful brain of yours? They've known each other for 14 hours at this point, (laughs) and Johnny is so upset, and Dolph is not opening up enough. Apparently, he needs to know why he held a gun to Yoshida's face, because that wasn't intense, so I would be curious, too. And he's like, we're supposed to be partners! Slams on the brakes, open his door, gets out of the car, motions for Dolph to get out of the car. So then he's like yelling at him on the sidewalk while people are walking by. He's like, look, man, you're my partner. 
I love you. Let me in. Brandon Lee acting his ass off. Dawson, okay. Okay. Let me give you a little background. <laughs> that guy you saw with the scar on his face, he's the head of the Iron Claw Clan. Killed my parents. Why? I don't fucking know. We were there in Japan because my parents were MPs. Okay. I don't know what it has to do with anything. And Yoshida killed him. And then he's just like, That's all you had to tell me, bro. God damn. Let's. I got to tell you. Let's go crack this fucking case. Let's kill that guy. Let's go eat some chick. Uh, some chick. <laughs> some fish. <laughs> some naked chicks. And they Ugh. throw up. They fucking, you know, fist bump. Let's do this. Next day. The tail in a car. Suspicious car. I don't know. Maybe Sato's driving it. I don't remember. Dude, it's just some randos. It's not even like anyone we <laughs> noticed from the gang. Well, it's rare to see an Asian person in Little Tokyo, so that was probably the thing that set <laughs> oh, it off. Oh, no. So they tra- They start following to the Red Dragon Brewery. Okay. And so <laughs> they, they literally stopped their car like 50 feet away from the brewery. Yeah. There's guards like all outside. And they pull up binoculars and start like looking like, and then he sees he sees the logo Red Brewery. He's like those motherfuckers. I mean, they yeah they they, they see like, the silver claw he's embedded like, There's an in iron it. claw. He uses it in his fucking logo. Iron. I keep saying silver iron claw. I, I mean, the only way it could have been more obvious that they were cops snooping in on this operation is if they fucking sat on the hood of the car and waved their badges like like they're literally. I'm not even we're not even exaggerating at this point. They're literally fifty feet away from this brewery with binoculars looking at these guys. Oh. And so as they're watching these bikers start like the gates open <laughs> up, bikers come in and we recognize them. They were straight out of fucking ice cold. Stone cold. Stone cold. And then you got, you know, the the, the Cholo gang from Angel Town. They Angels roll up. Gang. Oh my god. You got that Kane gang from Angel Town, Kane the black gang. Kings. Yep. Everybody's showing up. Suicidal tendencies. <laughs> Gonna... <laughs> they show up in their convertible. <laughs> and he's like, this looks fucking suspicious. What's going on here? Of course, he puts two and two together immediately because Dolph is the biggest brain and biggest dick in all of town. He's like, this explains where the ice is coming from. Yeah, he just throws it together. Well, the he's... only reason you could get all these multiple. I mean, I know we're in a movie where it's natural for multiracial people to get together in gangs, but it's still kind of suspicious. Yeah. So we see, we check in. We see the most bizarre fucking assembly line for meth, dude. It's a fucking. <laughs> it looks like Willy Wonka factory. It is a meth. Willy Wonka factory. There's just fucking crazy. There's a like, gigantic conveyor belt with just meth on it. Oh my god! And it's like dipping it in. And then this is the worst thing. You can't see. They're putting it in beer cans. Like you can't see that, dude. Beer bottles. Be, yeah, beer bottles. Yes, clear so, beer bottles. Yes, you it would can, actually make sense. Put in beer cans. Yes, exactly. And like, like they're like you think they'd be like, how about we make beer bottles out of meth? Like that would be like an ingenious thing. No, they're just putting fucking rocks into fucking beer bottles. And it's like they're not even making it so it's like, okay, these are the decoys <laughs> where we don't put meth in it. These are the real ones that we put meth in. You know, they're just putting it in everyone. <laughs> so it's like there's no. Oh. Oh, very bold, very brazen. But one biker does pipe up, and he's like, this is the fucking worst plan in the world. Well, no, he's like, hey, we control the P2P fucking business here, you fucking Japanese people. 
And then everyone's kind of like, hey, maybe this guy's got some, he's got a point. Yeah. Well, Yoshida also wants 10%. 20% 20 above wholesale. Oh, my God. It's not a good deal, guys. That's, yeah, these guys read art. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And he's like, I just read it. It says right here, Donald Trump says never take anything above wholesale. And he's like, oh, really? Well, how about you take this? And then fucking Yoshida whips out the samurai sword and just chops the fucking biker's arm off. Yeah. Then he delivers probably the best one-liner of the movie. You'll be wiping with one hand from now on? <laughs> Don't we all? Like, what the fuck? Like, you wiped your ass with two hands. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was doing it right, but I guess, apparently after you're done, you stand also, up. I want to point out he also... Cut off his left arm. So if, if he, unless he's a southpaw, he still probably wipes his ass with his right hand. So that's an awful line. Is that one of the things where it's like you got to be ambidextrous, do it <laughs> both hands? Because I don't think it's that hard. You can. Oh, those according off. to like in Japan, I guess they use both hands. I don't know what the fuck she is coming. They from. use bidets in Japan, so they don't even touch that shit. Well, literally. Then, 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 then it's an it's an awful joke. <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, he knows he's American, but. It works. It works. Because all the gangs immediately bitch out. And they're like, whatever you say. Yeah. Get one arm cut off. And they're just like, oh, yep. We'll sign yeah. our rights away. Yeah. Come on. And they're totally, like, they outnumber the like, Yakuza, like, like, three to one. And they're like, whatever you say, mister. That must have been in The Art of War, which also had some good dealings going on. I don't know. There. Dolph probably would have told us. If I run the shit out of Sun Tzu, you know? So I, I know that. So, I guess uh, Yoshida had noticed uh, Monaco earlier, so he had her brought to his apartment. His... Yeah, I don't understand the motivation between this. Maybe it's because well, uh, I'm sure he was taping the pool party. He had a knife. I think he just wanted to fuck her because she's hot. I don't think he had anything else to do with it. But it does because he shows her that tape. I think that's just something he likes to get off on. The only way he can get it off is by watching someone be murdered. Okay. Because he's showing the tape of Angela being beheaded. Yeah. And he does, he does, you're right, he does threaten Monaco. Yeah. And he, then he hurls her down, and like, as if this was a 70s movie, I would totally be like, all right, she gets raped. Yeah. Off screen. Apparently not. They were, gets, they were taken care of to you in this movie. Yeah. Because, but it's, it's just being touched by this guy is enough for her to want to kill herself. Because once again, our man, I. I I guess they followed Yoshida home. I don't know, like, but they're watching. Once again, 50 feet away, they're watching Yoshida's house. Yeah, from what I can tell, this is like the next day or something. <laughs> yes. We have no explanation to how they got here. I think uh, at the end of the brewery scene, like, they lock eyes with each other. Uh, not. No, this is how they follow them. They are still sitting there yeah. at the brewery. Yoshida goes to leave. They... Yoshida and Dolph notice each other because, of course, they do. And I believe Dolph just follows him up to the house. Makes sense to me. But they go up on the hill, and they're just, like, binocular, <laughs> looking down. Totally conspicuous. And Johnny is pointing out, there is nine armed guards in here and Yoshida. But Yoshida actually leaves, and he's like, okay. Dolph takes well, the well, binoculars. He's, he's ready to just... Play it cool. Yeah. And then he sees that beautiful Asian woman about to commit seppuku. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, there's this beautiful Asian woman in so there. So hot. I, I, would, I would really like to slip in the sheets with her. Right, Dolph? And Dolph's uh, like, Get, give me the binoculars. So he peeps in there, and, yeah, she's about to commit uh, uh, seppuku. Seppuku. Sudoku. 
So Dolph is... Maybe she's about to commit Sudoku. Maybe she just had a tough time with it, and she's like, I'm going to kill myself. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Makes so, sense. Dolph sees that, and he's like, I got to save her. Oh, I got to save her. So he springs into action. John's like, but the nine guys. And Dolph's like, get the car ready. Bring it around front, because I'll be, I'll be murdering all nine of them. And he just stalks him, taking him out. Bam, bam, bam. Just killing every motherfucker. I love how loud guns are and how uh, that never seems to take no, like effect in movies. Because everybody he uh, interacts with in these scenes are surprised. Like, oh, shit, there's a man in here murdering us. And then he does the greatest. This is the best move of the whole movie. He grabs the guy's dick through a door. Oh, my God, yes. Punches through a door, grabs this guy's balls, and rips him through the door. I'm wrong. One guy did notice because it was that guy. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> wait here," and he cal- tries to calm his breathing down, but fucking Dolph's a samurai, so he can feel his heartbeat from like a mile away. And yeah, he just he feels his dick beat too. He beats his dick. <laughs> he beats he just his- crushes the guy's balls. Oh, and the cancer would have got you anyways. Runs in. Sees Manaka. She's just about to kill herself. He just grabs a knife right in the nick of time. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so sexy. Come with me if you want to live. Again, these two have no connection other than the fact that they talked for a minute the other night at the bar. And he just gave her the news that her friend had her head chopped off. Yes. That's kind of a turnoff. That's kind of a turnoff. So uh, I don't we we uh, go to the car. I don't remember if yeah. we go straight back home yeah. though. No, 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 no. There's a great scene. So he grabs her. He throws her in the car. Our man Al Leong shows up with some guys. Nice. They're shooting. So Dolph picks a car up. Oh yeah. He flips the car up on the side. There's no ramjets on this car. So it's no going nowhere. Jets. Yeah. And they start shooting the car. So he jumps in the car with Johnny. They take off. And then the car, of course, blows up as <laughs> soon as he, they're gone. Knocks Al Leong on his ass. Very delayed. You know, I guess the sound, the shock waves hit him slowly because yeah. it's very, it sucked. And so, then he drives back to his, like, I think one of three apartments that he has. Yeah, he has like four or nine. But somewhere. you can afford on a cop's salary. Oh, for sure. In he's, L.A. especially. He's definitely, uh, you know, buying a bunch of real estate and hosting Airbnbs. You know, he's one of those shits. He's, he's very hipsterish. He's got the fucking loft going yep. on. He's got the brick loft and the abandoned building. You right. know, it's, it's a great place. Every one of them is beautiful. But we got to check in on our goons because we just had a second huge failure, and we know Yoshida does not accept failure. We learned that earlier from the car crushing scene. Exactly. So we have another uh, group admitting defeat, and they're there, and they're they're like like a bunch of men. They're admitting to Yoshida. Right, they're, 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 they don't want to lose face. Yeah. So the guy's like, look, I fucked up here. Does the fucking ritualistic chopping off of his pinky? Yeah, to, to, to like ties. Doesn't up his he have hand? to be told that? He's just like, I know this is what I have to do. Yeah, and uh, it's looking for a minute there. Like Yoshida's like, all right, we'll allow, we'll allow you to get back out there in the field. You know, prove prove that you are uh, growing from this one. But then he reaches over the table. Yoshida, that is, and grabs that is little... Is Yoshida wearing a shirt? I don't think he's wearing a shirt. No, he's not wearing a shirt. Of course he's not, because it's like... He's like a fucking dirtbag white trash guy. He's got to always be shirtless all the if time. If only he had just the suspenders on. I love, I love, I love that all the Yakuza, like, kind of have that rockabilly thing going on, but just for cars. Like, they have yeah. all the 50s winged cars, but then, like, nothing else rockabilly-like. 
It's very funny uh, for they're me. Ba- they're, they're, I think Guitar Wolf was in the background. <laughs> I think the, Guitar Wolf the was there, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. So, yeah, you can see he just stabs the motherfucker with a samurai sword. Uh, Steve James is on the TV right now. Gives him some seppuku. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. So cut back to Dolph M- M- Monaco. She's traumatized. She we assume has been raped. We don't know, but Dolph he's like trying to uh, comfort her by showing her shotgun. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, all right, I gotta go. Here's the shotgun. I've loaded it for you. I know you were suicidal five minutes ago, but I'm going to leave you here in a stranger's apartment. You don't know me <laughs> at all. But you're here with me. Yeah. So you're no longer suicidal. There's protein powder and steroids under the sink. Um, other than that, I think there might be an egg or milk or something, but just relax. There is. This is the worst dressed apartment. It's beautiful, but there is a couch, uh, one of those like uh, Japanese is screens. Is it one of those futons? Oh Whatever those are. Fucking Johnny. <laughs> He's like, is this the bed that you usually sleep in naked and sweat in? Because I want to, I mean, <laughs> no. I just want to sleep in that one. smell that. I mean, sleep in that. And so there's this great line that I will, uh, it's a foreshadow, and I'll bring it up later. But Dolph tells her, if any, if you hear anybody start shooting, she's like, what if you come back and I hear you? Oh, you won't hear me coming. You won't see me coming. Leave it at that. <laughs> so uh, our boys, uh, Dolph and Johnny, they're like, where would a Yakuza guy hang out? Bathhouse. That's Johnny's first thing. That's his answer to everything. It's bathhouse. Yeah, they, they've they been playing up this joke the whole movie. We we spared you for comedic effects. So Johnny is blurting out bathhouse for everything. Where could the perps be? Bathhouse? Male bathhouse, please. Could we go to the bathhouse? So finally, Johnny's like, the bathhouse. And Dolph's like, fuck, yes. We've been everywhere else. Why not? Bathhouse time. So they walk in. The guy's like, hey, you can't be in. Or they just take him out. We see a guy getting dressed in his Dolomite designs. Very loud print shirt. <sighs> and they're walking. They walk in. So we get there's like four, like five by five hot tubs. It's, it's pretty cool. They got the bridges connecting them, but they're, you know, over the water. And the all the pools there's were. There's smocks everywhere. Oh, it's... We got the fat sumo. We never mentioned there's a fat sumo guy who's one of the henchmen, too. He's and, there. Yeah, we get an underwater cut of him like, <laughs> swimming around. <laughs> yeah. This is not an Olympic pool. They're little, like, five I don't foot know. by I'm five assuming foot? they're connected now because there's only a way he could actually be swimming in one. Yeah. Is they're connected. Yeah, but there's still, like, the cement island uh, that the bridge connects to. So it's, like, it's so weird. But, yeah, Fatty's doing laps, apparently. <laughs> He needs it. And you know, fucking Yoshida, he's getting he's got a naked chick straddling him like usual. Oh, yeah. This time he had a shirt on. That was weird. Yeah. Why, why, why is he wearing it? a shirt in a hot in a- <laughs> But who knows? <laughs> he's like the people who refuse to wear masks. It's just like whatever you tell them to do, they have to do the opposite. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's just a power play. Yeah. You know? So they're like. Get up, Yoshida. We're bringing you in. I don't for what. I don't know. I don't know what they have them on. They, Kidnapping, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, really. I don't know what they're what they have them on. So hmm, who knows? I so, think he just wanted to kill him right then and there. And a fight. Well, as luck would have, a fight breaks out. And Johnny's he's standing on his own. He's taking. I think Johnny beats up more guys than fucking Dolph. Well, yeah. So he's uh, taking him out. I don't. I think Yoshida scrams. I don't think he even does anything. 
It, it's very weird. Yeah, Yoshida in, like, the thick of everything because there's 15 cocksmocking dudes running around. We get we keep getting these menacing cuts of the sumo swimming around as if he's going to get a jump on. <laughs> well, and then we also see a guy. He's got, like, a super squirter for some reason. He's got a fire hose. He's, like, spraying, he's spraying Johnny with it. And I was like, okay, they're going to bring this up, but why? It's like <laughs> – it's a MacGyver. Why do they have a fire Mac- hose in there? It's a MacGyver fire hose, though. It's not like super powerful or anything. It, it was it was a super squirter. It was a super squirter. And like then, the Dolph stops him from getting like fucking. Oh, yeah, well, I think what it is is they're, he's like wet t-shirt contest, and they spray Dolph, and Johnny's mesmerized. And oh he, yeah. And so the Dolph's like, I got to get him back in the game. So he takes out the guy with the hose. Just as that happens. Our fucking whale breaches and, he goes, <laughs> and grabs fucking Dolph and they go into the fucking hot tub. Yeah. And Dolph somehow finds a knife. I don't know where. And they start stabbing the fuck out of the fucking it was, That guy. was intense. I was like, holy shit. That's some good knife stabbing. But not not that nice because it doesn't stop the sumo. Yeah. Dolph starts to get out of the little hot tub and the sumo comes up like Jaws and fucking grabs him <laughs> and drags him back under. And I was like, oh, shit. And they're like fighting underwater again and then Dolph notices that super squirt super soaker <laughs> yeah. and shoves it in the sumo's mouth <laughs> yeah, no. and then this I'm waiting for him to explode or something it just kills him. it does kill him it just kills him <laughs> what was in it was it pure meth <laughs> like go to his brain and explode what the fuck was that I don't know but Ugh. they take they take everyone out but Yoshida gets away yeah Jake Johnny comes back in he's got a gun he shoots a couple people it's like all right we've efficiently murdered everybody in this bathhouse. We have no leads, no reason to arrest anybody, but it's, we killed a lot it's of It's a good people. thing the captain does not give a fuck about what we do because, right. you know, we should be we turning in our badges right now. So they go back to Monaco, and it's like she didn't hear him coming. Yep. He just grabs the shotgun, and she's like, <gasps> oh, my God. And he's like, come on, we got to go. So, so, I don't know why he just assumes they know where Dolph lives and they're going to come, but he's like, I got a bad feeling about this. I take you to my second fucking apartment. Oh, is this the is this the apartment or yeah. is this his place? Well, his, this is his place. Yeah, his, his place in the woods. Yes, his place on a, on a lake, on a wharf. Maybe it's just like <laughs> it's just like some creek. He 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 has a house. It's like it's, it's a traditional Japanese house with like yep. the paper uh, walls. Yep. And, of course, he built it himself. Yeah, so we're going to find out in a minute here because he's relaxing. He's just had to beat everybody's ass. He was like, I would have liked to soaked in that water for a little while, relax the muscles. But don't worry, he's got he's got his own hot spring that he built with his hands <laughs> in his backyard. So he's out there uh, naked. He's soaking in the tub. And uh, we get we get um, Minoka. A lot of hot Minoko tubs in this movie. A lot of hot tubs. God, my fucking mustache is killing me. Minoko comes out, and she's got a, his robe on. Mm-hmm. You can tell because it's, like, draping across four like a child. Right, because he's, like, seven feet tall. Yeah. Exactly. And she's just like, is there room for one more? Well, no, she doesn't even say that. She's like, close your eyes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Close your and eyes. And he's just like, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. All right. And body double comes in. Body double comes in. And then she gets in there. And she's like, all right, you can open them. So, he, like a gentleman, he did keep his eyes shut. Yeah. And this is where he explains to her, yeah, I built this place with my own hands. And she's like, that makes sense. I kind of, she's like, I kind of thought you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of did. And Because you can do anything. She, he starts explaining uh, her own culture to her, and she is just way, way into that. 
So we don't see them break apart. We just get Dolph laying in bed. He's got no covers. He's just in like these little briefs. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you're he's... pulling your best Johnny here. You just can't. You're like so into it. You can't even like concentrate. You're just like, oh my God. Dolph yeah. and those dungarees. Yeah. He had the little uh, hot pants on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he might... When he starts tiptoeing around in those things, I was like, what are you trying to do? Is this like a muscle? Course, it's hot out, so he's got his chest is totally exposed. Yeah. Little, he's sweating a little, little bit. Little, he's slicked yeah, that back was, that hair. Was back jelly. He, oh. knew, he knew it was happening later on. Yeah. He, he knew this was going to happen because he was knock, knock, knock at the door. But meanwhile, Johnny's on his futon. He didn't know what it, he's like. What? What's that? Futon. Like, I, I got three futons. <laughs> what's that? Oh, wah, boy. Wah. Don't know your own culture. So Johnny's fucking got a hard on on his futon out, out in the room yeah. outside. He's like the dogs that you keep in the bed outside. Yep. And she's like, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> and he's like, well, look, I got he's like. I don't have enough blankets. I brought my own. She's she's prepared. She yeah. knows every move he's gonna do. Yep. And he's like, "Okay, you can you can lie next to me." Pats it down. You know, she comes over and she's she lays right next to his face. They're like nose nose. They're Eskimo kissing. And she's just like, "I gotta tell you, I really like you." And I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna mount up, take you to Bone Town. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bone Town, there you go. And basically, it looks like she's fucking a corpse. Dolph Lundgren is just standing there. He's just like motionless, staring at the ceiling. Can't wait for it to be over with. Oh, my God. He he does have like a little grin on his face, like a child who just got handed a piece of gum. It's like watching Lurch fuck. It's just like. It's awful. It is awful. And then she gets back down. And she is smiling. She's doing great. Tia's yeah. a great actress. Yeah. So she's down. She's got this huge grin on her face, and she's just like, hey, hey. You won't see me coming. <laughs> what? That time, I heard you coming. Oh, my. Murray, I had to pause the movie. I fucking <laughs> died after that delivery. Amazing payoff for that. That set up like 20 minutes ago. Oh, Great. my God. And Dolph, Dolph is still just got that dumb grin on his face. Like, he doesn't even react well, to He doesn't. Johnny does. Meanwhile, Johnny's got a glass up to the fucking wall listening to everything they're doing. We can see his shadow on the wall because he did <laughs> yeah. all those, like, paper. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what those are called. Yeah. So you see his well, shadow in the, you know, <laughs> yeah, leaning like, against. He's like, I can see you. These are paper walls. These are paper walls. Oh, my God. And he's like, who? And he, like, runs back to his futon and hides. So she may have heard him coming, which nobody else did. And he's like, I heard you, too. I heard you, too. But uh, apparently uh, she did not hear a ruckus outside because you just get Dolph, his ears perk. And finally he comes to again because he was comatose a minute ago while he's being fucked. But now that he hears a ruckus, he is very alert, very attentive. And uh, he rushes outside to his little futon area where Johnny was, you know, peeping. Johnny's like, I wasn't masturbating. And uh, yeah, this is where we start to get some interesting scenes happening here (laughs) because they're like, we might be fucked here, buddy. And so Johnny, Johnny's letting the gates down, you know, (laughs) he's opening up. Every week you drop your notes. I love this scene. Not not just because of what we're going to just talk about in a second, but because 
fucking our man. He's got his fucking hot pants on. He puts every Shokazugi weapon you can think of in his belt. He's just like putting all of these fucking Shokazugi ninja weapons. And then we get this classic line. So I, I, I want to build this up a little bit more because, yeah, he tiptoes. He's like, I love that Dolph tiptoes because we were talking about his little hot pants that he's wearing. He tiptoes in a way that every single muscle is just exploding. And he's got fucking crazy, awesome, muscular legs. And Johnny is just like, dude, dude, there's one gone. No problem. I'll go. And yeah, it goes into his his war cabinet and pulls out all the fucking mall ninja weapons, which I don't remember him using. He has the same. No, he uses them. He does? Okay. He has the same cabinet that uh, I think Bruce Leroy had. Remember Bruce Leroy had that cabinet that had yes, a bunch of Yes, that's shit what I was trying it. to think of, but I was like, I don't yeah. remember the movie, so I didn't want to yeah. stutter. Good. Thank you. Yeah, but then then, then we get. Oh, he's like, God. look, like you said, he's all the barriers are coming down. Because he might. Because Johnny's like, hey, YOLO. I yeah. might, I might die. They, he finally realized we're fucked. I don't know this house at all. I've known this guy forty eight hours. I, I, he's my soulmate. I have the hardest blue balls of my life right now <laughs> because I didn't get off. I heard him coming. I didn't get to come myself though. So he's like, "Look, look, man. I saw that donger when you were fucking getting into that that your little hot tub there." That monster donger of yours. I just got to say, it's the huge. What was it? The hugest dick I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you all, if you really want to know, go back to the very beginning of our episode. But <laughs> yes, he drops the line. The only, the one line that when I saw this, I was like, "What did I just fucking hear?" The first time and the second time. Yeah. Yes, he goes. Hey, if we don't make it out of here, I just want to let you know, you got the biggest dick I've ever seen. Uh, thanks, man. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> and then guys start coming in, and that's when he starts hurling all those fucking ninja weapons. Okay. So he hits okay. the dude with a little scythe type like weapon. Yeah. Uh, kata. Uh, no, that's not what they're called. I don't know what they're fucking called. <laughs> I'm not a mall ninja. Uh, so they take out. You're, I guess you're also uh, not proud of your half Japanese side. <laughs> that's right. So they take out the first like five people, and they're like. They, they they put their, you know, they do the Hulk Hogan hand in the ear, and there's like, there's more coming. This was just the first wave. And Johnny pulls out a video game reference, which in 91 seemed interesting because I would recognize this today, but not back then. But yeah, he's like, oh, it's just the first wave, like Mortal Kombat. Makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Makes no sense. And then we hear some some noises coming from the bedroom. Yeah, somehow they and, got behind him. And then uh, Johnny's like, Am I hearing someone come? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you are. We're coming. And they bust the door open. It's like Yoshida got that. Sato's got the knife to fucking yeah. uh, Manaka's throat. And they drop your weapons. Yeah, Dolph's just like it. they won. Yeah. And to add insult to injury, as they're walking out, the, the goons set fire to that beautiful fucking house that he made with his bare hands. It's too bad he made it all out of flammable paper. Yeah. Yeah. So it's over with. They won. They go back to the fucking junkyard. Yep. And then we get to see, call back to fucking our favorite movie, and it's the the fucking twin brother of this movie, Samurai Cop. This the the worlds are kind of melding. <laughs> Gerald Akamura shows up nice. as the torturer. Nice, because we got our, we got both our guys shirtless. Well, fucking uh, Dolph's just in the fucking hot pants. Oh yeah, yeah. Johnny's yeah. in his his baggy pants, <laughs> and they're they're tied down to like the things he, like Frankenstein's like put up yep. on. Yep, 
and they've they've got acupuncture needles all in their chest. But they were wired together, so apparently (laughs) that works. And then, yeah, like you said, they have wiring on it. And Akimura, I guess he's a master of torture. So he say he has this, the knob, and he starts fucking torturing him. He looks like a fucking one of those DJs nowadays that I see on Twitch when I open it up, and he's just like fiddling with knobs, and he's like, woo, 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 woo. everyone's bobbing along to the beats, and it's great. And during this whole torture, fucking Dolph and Johnny are having the time of their life. Like, keep frying us up. We ain't a piece of toast. He's like, hey, put some of these on my balls, motherfucker. Yeah, let's get this strudel going. And it's just pissing Yoshida off. He thought this would like fucking break them. Yeah, so he's like, you know what? I could see that this is going to take too long. I'm just going to go out of my car. Got my cameras rolling, made in Japan. So He loves to fucking watch shit on camera. He does. He, that's his thing. It's his kink. I don't get that. So he steps outside uh, where Monaco Man- is. It's the same fucking TV that the people on Knight Rider watch. Yes. Fucking thing. I love it. He walks outside to his car just outside of the little house where the torture is happening. And he watches the torture from his car. Well, he's watching with Monaco. So he's, like, yes. he's getting off on her watching the love of her life that she's yeah. only known for 24 hours and exactly. being tortured. And it it is absolutely and the love of her you, life. I'll tell you, you do not want to combine electricity with pack jelly because it will fuck you up. And it's oh, fucking God. these guys up. Yeah. They, they, they are having a hell of a time and... And fuck, Akimura's loving it. It's music to his ears, hearing those screams. <laughs> Mad scientist time. And then, as luck would have it, our man uh, Dolph, he just rips whatever's holding one of his arms off. He's like, let's it's, try this. It was Velcro. So he, Velcro. But things, he grabs Ak- he grabs Ak- When you he, grab somebody who's being electrocuted, you're going to be electrocuted too. Yeah. It's not like you're, you're grounded all of a sudden. Yeah. And he was just like, I don't know what's going to happen here, but here we go. You're the fucking scientist, Dolph. You're supposed to be the scientist. You went to engineering class with uh, fucking Jock. And so he just pushes Akimura into the, the, the gurney that's holding Johnny down. And somehow that kills fucking Akimura. He, uh, he doesn't have Akimura. the fucking uh, the, the, the tolerance like our boys have. Because apparently they've been going to Kinktown and just fucking electrocuting themselves. They pulled themselves. a straight-up Batman villain move. They, they had him in the death trap, and they're like, we got to go. Yeah, we got, all right, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The the breast the, the, the about to My fucking nemesis that I've wanted to see dead for 30 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave right now. You know what? We brought it up before. This was the Pistons to the Bulls where <laughs> – uh, the Pistons hated Detroit. It was like we're a rivalry, and the Pistons was like we're not a rivalry. You guys suck. You, it's the yeah. exact same thing. And the, then we get one of the most bizarre sequences. So Yoshida and the gang just take off. Yeah, they see what happens, but they leave one car. Yeah, well, well, I'll get into that. But Yoshida <laughs> sees that they're breaking free. They're still out front. They could just walk up and shoot the fucking assholes. But no, they're just like, hey, let's cat and mouse this a little more. So they just drive away. And we get the last few henchmen, and they, there's the last car, and you think they're going to get in the car and drive away with them, but the guy goes, <laughs> and runs around the corner. I was like, wait a minute, what? What's going right. on? So Dolph runs out in his hot pants and cowboy boots. Well, he's got a new piece of wardrobe now. He found a sleeveless, hoodless, uh, zip-up sweater. <laughs> Maybe Akimura had it there. He gets chilly sometimes. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but don't know. it was there, so he put that on. <laughs> Uh, he barely zipped it up because I don't know why. And so they see that car. By the way, Dolph is still like doing the tiptoe, so his legs are just like exploding. But uh, they're like, "Oh, cool, a car!" 
He's, of course, are right in the fucking visor. It's always there. Uh, I was waiting for the car to explode or something. I was like, this this guy clearly played. Well, it almost does. May, maybe it was the Coke they sipped on. Maybe he peed in the Coke. <laughs> I see. So they get in the car, like, let's make our getaway. And just as they're about to, the dude that you said was doing his tee-hee-heeing mm-hmm. attacks him with a forklift. Oh shit. Grabs him. Puts them in the car crusher, smashes them down just enough to and trap them. This is where Yoshida and everybody went. Yes, then they come they, back. They went to the car crusher. Apparently, this was the plan. <laughs> like, I they knew. Yeah, like I, I maybe there was a hand signal we missed or something. Like you could let the audience in on it a little bit. <sighs> Anyways, so now Johnny and Dolph are trapped in the car. They're not crushed, but they cannot get out. And then we're like. We're assuming, okay, they're just going to crush them. No, they got even worse for our boys. They got this thing. It's like a, like a shredder, a car shredder oh, on yeah. a conveyor belt. So they put the car on the conveyor belt. It's slow as fuck. This is another, like, Batman-type ending. Oh, my God, slowly, big time. Slowly, going up. And we see the gears spinning at the top, going to shred yeah. that car up. I think they would fuck the gears up because I'm assuming like, that's a real thing. But I think you take you take the engine out because the engine block, I think, would, would totally clog that thing off. I'd right? imagine, yeah. But we're, th- we're thinking a lot more than the people who wrote this fucking movie. Are. Right. So they're like, come on. Dolph's like, forget those puny arms. Use your legs, Johnny. Oh. And they're just like, you know, and they're watching. Fucking you. She is watching this. Yeah. And somehow they miss it. It's somehow like. Wait, Johnny was in the driver's or the passenger side, and somehow he pushes to his left in the driver's seat. I have no idea how this worked out, but they push to the left because everyone else is on their right, and they squirm out. And Yoshida, again, Batman villain, they're all like, yes, the job is done. They don't see blood and guts or confirm the kill. They're just, yes, we did it. Nobody could have got out of that. We did it. And... We get a shot of Dolph and Johnny falling out on the other side, and they're completely hidden at this point. And they're like, "Well, let's get." They're a- not even hidden. They're right at the top of the where the, the, the conveyor belt thing. They like, should have sh- been spotted. And Dolph even has the the time to say, "I like that car, and I like that girl. I like that." See, he's being realer about this than she is. She's completely <laughs> in love. He's just like, "Yeah, she's kind of neat." But then Johnny gets a little jealous. Like, you got a real obsession about this stuff, buddy. You got a complex. What? Johnny projecting again. Right. He's upset. He's like, you got all of this in front of you, and all you're thinking about is a chick. God damn it. God damn it. All so, right. all right, we're getting into the fucking final final uh, fight. We're getting Dolph, ready. Dolph is like, we're going to enjoy being dead for a little while, which lasts a whole fucking five minutes. <laughs> right. I got to go back to my loft. This is where he gets into. Uh, apparently, we didn't. Dolph's character's really into Dragon Ball cosplay. Yes. Because he puts on his fucking. Who's the main Dragon Ball character? Goku. He puts on his Goku outfit. Yeah. Got the fucking classic Rising Sun fucking headband. headband. Got those big, like, samurai pants on. Yeah. Got the and sandals. Got the big baggy vest that's, like, mostly open. Just has, like, big <laughs> shoulder wing things kind of right. going on there. Yeah, he's got a look. And if I believe me, if I knew anything about Dragon Ball Z, I'd be dropping some fucking like dude. Dolph it. is looking dorky <laughs> as fuck. And I took a shot of as the, a fucking uh, Dragon Ball Z cosplayer would. So uh, oh. it's accurate. But here's the part where it gets carried away is later on, and I, I took a picture of this, so I'll have to get it up. Maybe I'll send it to you if you wanted to. He's constantly carrying that M16 around. So you got this dude who looks like he wants to fuck people up with martial arts, and he's got a Goddamn M16. 
But that's uh, that's getting a little far ahead. So. so he's ready. We get that training montage where he's like chopping bamboo with a samurai sword. Oh, my God. And he's ready. <laughs> and then we cut back to Yoshida. He's ready, too. He's at the Red uh, Bull Brewery. I would, I Red would Dragon, have li- Red Bull, Red, Red Bull, Dragon, Red Dragon. I would have liked a, a callback to our um, Knight Rider montage where you saw Yoshida's <laughs> face over all the manufacturing. <laughs> I would have loved that, that shot. That would have been sweet. Yeah. But no, we see that first delivery of the meth beer. We got all the gangs there. The gang's all here. And the guy's like, yo, man, what's up with that meth? He's like, don't worry. Now America can enjoy our beer and football. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to watch the 49ers high on meth. <laughs> you and me both. And they all have a nice big laugh about that. But while that's going on, uh, fucking Dolphin, Johnny, they, I guess they hijacked a Red Dragon like. Yeah, they truck. follow the very first truck that's coming out. And they actually they don't stand in front of the gate this time. They stand just around the corner from the front of the gates. And they jump on the truck when it stops at the first stop sign. And they carjack yeah. the truck. And fuck, like you said, he's in that Goku cosplay, and he's ready to go. I, I mean, Johnny points it out. How are we supposed to look like <laughs> delivery, man? You, right now, what is this? Like, what the fuck? He's is... like, don't I look Japanese? I'm dressed like a Japanese delivery man. And, like, I'll go with it. So they start driving, and they're just coming to a wall. He's like, well, what do I do? Go through it. So they just drive through a fucking wall. They drive through the gate. Then they drive through the wall. So they, when they drive through the gate, everyone's like, oh, wow. Um, someone drove through the gate. Don't worry about it. No big deal. It's not like they're going to drive through the wall. Nobody be that crazy. Yeah. But we 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 didn't know is that for some reason this truck had infrared, so they knew that that was the weak spot of the wall. And it just so happened it had candy coated molecular bond as well. Yeah, it had molecular candy coated bond, and, and much like kid, it falls on its side. Yep. But no ramjets again, no ramjets. so they 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 have to abandon ship. But they're they're in the belly of the beast. All the gang has scattered at this point because they're just like, oh my god, that truck just drove through a wall. We better run. Doesn't matter that they have guns and guards and everything. So run. everybody throws on their grimiest Reeboks and they take off. Oh, so you get a couple villains that they're just too awestruck. Is they're like, is that Dolph Lundgren in some weird Goku outfit? And they jump out of the car again. You think they're about to do some martial arts shit? No, they just start shooting everybody because right. it's fish in a barrel. They're just standing there gawking. So they get like. 10, 20, 35 kills, just no problem. Not even a bullet fired back at them. And and this is where we start getting kind of the spread. We got Yoshi. Yeah, we break up. So Johnny's like, I'm going to go take care of these guys. He goes after Sato. Yes. And I'm going to get the girl. Because you see Yoshida grab. He's a bitch at heart. So he grabs Monaco and takes off. And so basically we get a long scene of Brandon Lee beating people up. Oh, my God. apparently he probably is a more martial arts credentials and Dolph does. Yeah. And he takes all these people out. I love how, like, in movies, you can just grab a pipe and just break it off like it's nothing. Like, Kasato grabs a pipe from somewhere. Yeah, it was the railing. And then Johnny grabs it, like, yoink, grabs it off, perfect length for him. Just rips a fucking pipe off. It's crazy. What is going on with American Steel these days? I don't know. And they're fighting. And then Johnny... Oh my, I love I, I, I just you yawned. summed it up. I just you yawned summed up these for fights, real man. because you were real boring. And Johnny's like, they're going back and forth, and fucking 
I guess he should have changed those Reeboks because this one, the tread was worn out because he slipped. And he falls into a vat. I thought it was like a brewery vat. But then again, we learned they don't make beer. They just put meth in these bottles. Yeah. So there must have been some meth chemicals in there, some fucking Walter that, White bullshit. That explains it better. Because Johnny, does he, does he throw like a he match? He pulls out a Zippo. Oh, pulls out a Zippo. Well, who I knows what that was? Nobody smokes ever, but they always have Zippos. Always. Like, you never know when some guy's going to fall in a vat of meth chemicals, <laughs> so. And then he says... I forget, it was an awful line. He was just like, now, nah. oh, no, he was beating his ass and giving him his Miranda rights at the same time. Oh. He was like, you have the right uh, to remain silent. Uh. Oh. And then he drops this horrible line. You have the right to be dead. Oh and then he drops God. the fucking thing, blows up, kills Sato, fucking explodes. A fucking Reebok goes flying past his head. So we got one victory. That's uh, it. Uh, That's it no. for Johnny. He's done. We, we got we got to figure out what Dolph's doing. He's still chasing out Monaco and Yoshida. And um, we see Monaco's like tied up to like, there's like a fucking old fashioned like gas tank. Like a, a, it's not a gas tank. What are they fucking called? Oh, it's uh, a gas pump. pump. Gas pump. Yeah. And we see the gas pump laying there. It's all the gas is spreading out. And then uh, Yoshida's probably about 50 feet away. And he's at his own Zippo. Yeah. And he throws it down. Oh, he uses it. He does one better. So they're standing off. Dolph notices that uh, Yoshida doesn't have Monaco in his arms. So Dolph starts shooting at him. He's Yoshida starts shooting back, but is missing everything. So then he shoots the gas trail because we saw him make a trail of gas to where right. he's like, okay, this is where Dolph's going to come out. Gas trail. He shoots the gas trail with the bullet. And the then it, roaring fire. And then, yeah, like you no, said. No, it wasn't roaring. It was very slow. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Creeping up toward him. And then Dolph fortunately gets her out just in time, and it explodes. Oh, my God. And then he's like, Yoshida! Once again, we have no idea why Yoshida killed his parents. Why this? Why are they Why do they hate each other? But, but Jay, Jay arrives to take uh, Monaco, and that way okay. Dolph can chase down uh, Yoshida. So they just have – they actually mentioned this earlier. There's a harvest parade happening in Little Tokyo. That's what it was. Okay. And so all the people of Little Tokyo are out partying, you know. They're like, fuck COVID. We're going to party. It's a midnight parade. A midnight parade. And so uh, she is like, oh, I can blend in. It's all, they're all Japanese. Yeah. Perfect plan. But our fucking man Dolph, he knows the difference between a Chinese and a Japanese person. Exactly. So he, he catches on to him. Yeah. And they're like, wow, great Goku cosplay, bro. Yeah, everyone's like, loving him. Everyone's complimenting him. Like, I got to stop this guy. So Yoshida actually gets to a point where he's just like, I'm so fucking tired, and that man is never going to quit. And I'm, the shirt is chafing me. <laughs> so he rips his shirt off once again. He pulls out a gun, and he fucking shoots Dolph. Dolph uh, yeah, Dolph right in the fucking lung. This would, I've actually had a collapsed lung because of a fight, and no, you're not fighting anybody with a collapsed fucking lung. I guess unless you're Dolph Lundgren. You unless are. you're Dolph Lundgren. He's got four Because lungs. at first I was like, oh, he got and But you know what? He's, he and he actually, I love. You have to say this in the movie. It went all the way through. Yep. Their way, it, it's not going to affect you at all. Yep. You just don't want the bullet inside you. If it goes through you, it doesn't matter. Your lung will just heal back up. I thought Johnny was going to freak out because we know his uh, feelings for Dolph. I thought Johnny was going to freak out here, but no, Johnny's cool about it. Yeah. Oh, it went all the way through. That's good. That's he, good. he was freaking out, but he contained himself. Yeah. So we finally get Dolph. You know, he picks himself back up. No big deal. He walks over. Everybody in the parade 
not even phased by the fact that someone is firing live bullets into the into just, the audience. They just start screaming Kumate. It was weird. They gather in a circle and they start chanting Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. And these guys, they're not only the uh, cops and criminals, they're also entertainers. So they're like, I got to perform for these guys. Somehow, I guess somebody just throws some samurai swords to them. Here's what it was. Okay. There is armed men on horseback riding around with katanas. Live blades. Yeah, they were some in, uh, in Lansing the other day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good call. Open up. Yeah, it's samurai. Oh, oh, my God. So... Dolph grabs one, and then, you know, Yoshida's got to do the same. So we, like, fucking suplexes a man off a horse. I don't even know how we did that. But he grabs that sword, and so we start sword fighting, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they sword <sighs> fight. And then uh, Yoshida gets the drop on Dolph and knocks his sword away. Yeah, actually, Dolph gets the first attack in. He, yeah, he gets, slices, he slices his, stomach. his stomach up. Yeah. No, you don't really see anything. I don't remember seeing, like, even they should have done a close-up where you see some blood, you know. But I don't even remember that continuity sticking to it. But after uh, Dolph gets that slice in, it drives Yoshida mad. And he's like, you Goku motherfucker. I'm going to go, go full freeze on you. So he starts getting in there, throws a couple uh, Alka-Seltzer tablets into his eyeballs. And Dolph doesn't know how to fight blindfolded. So yeah, he wasn't trained by Tanaka. So he's get, he's getting a little bit of his ass beat. But... You know, a guy who just got shot through the lung, he gets back up, he gets a little bit of a slice from a sword. It's no big deal for him. Yeah, he somehow gets Yoshida's sword from him. Yeah, Yoshida's coming in with an overhead attack, and Dolph, why didn't you just do this at any other point? Dolph just stops it. He just stop, <laughs> grabs his hands, like, a, again, a child, like, it a big brother, cool, little you brother know interaction. You the cooler move would have been if you went sla- on the blade? Oh, yeah, caught it. Yeah. Because only real samurai can do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would have loved it if he just caught the blade no. and you saw, like, a little trickle of blood and he just licks it and he's like, it's time to die or anything, anything. There is, there's no one-liner here. No. So what he does is, this reminded me of Lance uh, Armstrong. I like the very ending. I think I, li- I thought this was kind of cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it reminded me a lot of, like, the these giants in AEW fighting Marco Stunt and they ju- he just grabs Yoshida and turns and throws Well, wait, 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 wait. You're going to hit yourself. He slashes Yoshida across the chest. Oh, I don't even remember that. And then he stabs Yoshida. Oh, shit. I do and not I'm remember that. I'm pretty sure he picks him up by the sword and throws him. Holy shit. <laughs> this is an ending I yeah. don't remember. Yes, he stabs Yoshida through like the, the chest, maybe through the heart. No, it couldn't be because he's still alive. But then he then he says that he hurls him at this spinning wheel with fireworks on it. Yeah. So Yoshida's pinned against this wheel, and then someone's like, "Hey, man, start up the fireworks!" <laughs> so they start the fireworks, and the wheel starts spinning just faster and faster. Everyone's just like, "Yeah!" Yoshida, despite everything that has happened, has not passed out and is <laughs> screaming out in pain. There's this, like a charred, blackened corpse on the fucking thing, <laughs> and then. And then uh, fucking um, Monaco and uh, Johnny show up, and they're like, well, how are we going to explain this? Captain's going to not care because he doesn't <laughs> he give a shit. do what we want. Yeah. We'll write it up as a community gathering. And then they just walk. They don't wait for the cops to show up. They don't even call no. the cops. No. They're cops. We don't see cops in this movie <laughs> no. at all. You don't. I don't think I've... You, <laughs> no. Even in the police station, you don't see cops. No. <laughs> no set dressing at all. This is a crazy movie. It's very yeah. strange. It's it's over with. Yeah, very quick. Yeah, thank God that. Ooh, after those two hour ones we've been doing the past few weeks, it's nice to get a 
A quick one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad, happy to tell you, Griff, our next movie is 85 minutes. Oh, yeah. I like that. Well, I'm on, I want to speak of a man that doesn't get spoken of. I'm thinking of Jeff Speakman. Oh, boy. I saw this movie, too, when it came out. Griff, this guy was supposed to be the next big thing, and it just kind of fizzled out for him. I believe this was his only theatrically released movie. Of course, I'm talking about the classic movie. So classic, I remember nothing about it. <laughs> I just figured, hey. Not even one line? We're, no, not, I remember absolutely zero about it. All I, uh, No, what I do remember is, I guess his thing was Aikido, too, like, like Seagal. But yeah. his shit actually looks like he's fucking people up. Like He's actually fast. Okay. He's not like, all right, you stand there and let me hit you. He's like, his shit's like, like he's like chopping the fuck out of people. I like, mean, Seagal's shit does usually look real, but it's because he's usually actually doing it to people and hurting them. Yeah, well, and the people aren't defending themselves. Exactly. Yeah. No, this guy actually looks like an athlete. I'm okay. Like, so. so we're going to dip into the world, Jess Speakman. We've been covering a lot of straight-to-video, guys, so why not? For sure. So next week will be the perfect weapon for the perfect podcast. <laughs> And keep it safe and keep it.